Jesus House in Pursuit of God Discovering Purpose Maximizing Potential Impacting Lives This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London God bless you families you reign in your church you reign in the nations heavenly father you sit in heaven and you rule in the affairs of men we bless you O God we give you praise we give you glory in Jesus name amen and amen Praise God. Amen. Amen. Second Samuel, the 11th chapter. Second Samuel, the 11th chapter and the first verse. It happened in the spring of the year, at the time when kings go out to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the people of Ammon and besieged Reba, but David remained at Jerusalem. I just hope that we can cry out from our hearts. This must not be our testimony that we are in the wrong place at the wrong time it was a time when the kings go out to battle but then he sends Joab and all Israel but he remains at Jerusalem will you just lift your voice in prayer and say God order my footsteps by your spirit let me never be in the wrong place at the wrong time, O oh God. Father, whatever you need to do from heaven to make sure that I am not in the wrong place at the wrong time. Father, just do it, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We never know what this prayer is delivering someone from. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, O God, almighty and everlasting God, by your grace, O God, by your mercies, O God, order our footsteps, O God, Heavenly Father. O God of mercy, order our footsteps, O God. Order our footsteps so that we are not in the wrong place at the wrong time, Heavenly Father. O God of mercy, hear our cry, O God. 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 Zabrunde kilastoriende, bokos de libros in kalasto. 
Oh God of mercy, Zabro, Zokula Yekeke, Handelebron Dukayimande, Sepresse Telimandos Tulaye. Oh God of mercy, Zabro, Sekelimando Robosh Tulaye. Father in heaven, oh God, order our footsteps, oh God. Father, we thank you. Lord, help us, oh God. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you, oh God. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Amen. Now, I do not believe that the enemy has any foreknowledge at all. I do, however, know that by virtue of his thousands of years of experience, by virtue of the fact that he is a spirit, albeit an evil spirit, a fallen archangel, I think he discerns more than we give him credit for. And that's why it can sometimes seem like he has foreknowledge, but he doesn't have foreknowledge. Only God has foreknowledge. And I, I feel that when he discerns that God is going to use a person mightily, he marshals his forces against that person. And I think that's what happened to David. As I read this account, it was clear to me that this was a plan that was hatched in the pits of hell to destroy him and destroy whatever God planned and stop whatever God planned to use him for. Verse 2 says, Then it happened one evening that David arose from his bed and walked on the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman bathing. And the woman was beautiful to behold. I don't think it's coincidental that he was where he shouldn't be. And that a woman was having a bath. And that he got up at that particular time to look out of his window. I don't think it was by chance. I think there was an orchestrated plan. So David sent and inquired about the woman and someone said, Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? Then David sent messengers and took her, and she came to him, and he lay with her, for she was cleansed from her impurity, and she returned to her house. And the woman conceives, conceives. so she sent and told David and said, I am with child. You know, hell must have celebrated. It's like they set a trap for him, and they sprung the trap. They made sure he was where he shouldn't be. They brought a temptation his way. He fell for the temptation. The result of that single fall, catastrophic does not describe it. As a result of that fall, he committed murder. 
Because her husband, Uriah, uh, the kingdom of darkness, they're bad. Her husband, Uriah, was one of his chiefs of staff with regards to his army. Loyal man. And she was chosen intentionally by the kingdom of darkness. Just giving you an idea of how they work. Because they knew of the man's loyalty and commitment to David. She, they could have found any other woman, but it had to be Uriah's wife. Because you see, they wanted the accusation against David to be heavy when they went to God to accuse him. So they chose Uriah's wife. One who was giving his life for him in battle. Who had just come back for a break. But they wanted the weight of the accusation to be heavy. The enemy will never find reason to accuse you before God in the name of Jesus. And when he realized, David, this is how sin works. One sin leads to another and leads to another. Adultery. Sleeping with the married woman. When she said she was pregnant, a lying spirit came. Once you open the door for an, a spirit of adultery, they don't come alone. Spirits walk in gangs. That's how they work. Spirits work, work in gangs. Evil spirits. A lying spirit comes in. And so, when they tell Uriah that his wife is pregnant, David tries to pass off the pregnancy as if it was Uriah's. I'm sure you know by this time, this man was, he was, he was falling apart. That child would have grown up and Uriah and ba would have thought it was his child, but it was really David's child. What did Uriah do? Noble man that he is. David said, go and take a break and sleep with your wife. Uriah said, at a time of war, to sleep with my wife and leave the king exposed, he moved his things and slept at the gate of the king to protect the king. The accusations were rising. And when David knew that now it hadn't worked because how can he, he, the child be passed off when Uriah refused to sleep with Bathsheba? David now called his, the chief of his whole army who was ambitious and would do anything for position and said to him, post Uriah to the heat of the battle. And when the battle is at its fiercest, withdraw all the covering troops from him and expose him so that he is killed in battle. He committed murder. He didn't realize what he was unleashing into his family. May God help us so that by our actions, we don't destroy or create complications for generations to come. He unleashed 
opened up his family. The result of it is something to read. Amnon, his son, rapes his daughter, Tamar. Absalom, another son of his, sleeps with one of his wives on the roof of the family house so that the whole village would know, the whole city would know, shames his father. The spirit of lust and immorality had been released from one man's actions. His son Solomon, that eventually came from the union of Bathsheba because he eventually married her after Uriah died. What chance did Solomon have? He was carrying the weight of his father's actions on his shoulders. Despite writing some of the wisest things to us about how to avoid the pitfalls of immorality, he ends up with 700 wives and 300 concubines. And that, incidentally, is not the totality. Because if you read the, that scripture in context, in 1 Kings 11, verse 3, they are talking about the foreign wives and the concubines, not the Israelite wives. So it's easily more than a thousand. And eventually, those same wives turned his heart away from God. So that what God blessed him with, the blank check God gave him, he eventually started to use it to worship idols and build temples for idols. The list goes on and on. Adonijah, his eldest son, after he dies, decides that the only woman that he, can, he wants was Abishag, the Shunammite, the young girl that they gave to him to keep him warm when he was old. And went to ask his brother, Solomon, who he had tried to steal the kingship from, sent his mother, Solomon's mother, to ask Solomon, for Abishag. Solomon could not believe the audacity and Solomon executed him. Brother kills brother. And it would have been bad enough if he stopped there but it went to the next generation. Because as a result of what Solomon did, God was so angry with him, God told him that because of what you did, this kingdom is going to be taken from you. But this is how we know that there's hope and serious hope. Of course, ultimate hope with Christ. But then God begins to, for, begins to tell us the kind of God he is, a God of restoration, a God of grace, a forgiving God. Because after all David had done, God said, but because of David, because David repented, Psalm 51 was genuine repentance, not today's kind of repentance. It was a broken man who brought a broken and a contrite heart to God. God said, because of that, because of David was a man after my heart, he wronged, but he repented. God says, I won't do, take this kingdom from you, but guaranteed it's going to go from your son. I always say to people, what chance did Rehoboam have? What chance did the young man have? As a result of what the father did, the young man was, he, he was finished. And is it any wonder that when he came to the throne, he took useless advice, and as a result of that, caused a civil war, and 10 of the tribes 
80% of the nation went with a servant of theirs. God raised a servant of theirs to be, to allowed him, not raised him, allowed him to become king. And his son ends up with just the house of David and the, and the, and the tribe of Judah. All because of one man's actions. And I say all this to say that there are a lot of families that are laboring under the weight of one man, one woman, a couple of people's actions. A lot of families. A lot of people haven't achieved potential because they are carrying the weight. And of course, this is the challenge that we have in the, in, in the church. Christ has come and Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Galatians 3 verse 13. But if we don't enforce what Christ has done, we are in the same position as if he hasn't done it. And that's where warfare comes. We enforce it. We declare it. We declare that this, this season that we are in, our teeth will not be on edge because some people ate sour grapes. And we declare it until we see a manifestation. We break patterns that we see. We destroy cycles that we see that have come as a result. Perchance if Adonijah or Absalom or one of them had risen up and they didn't have what we have, the finished work of Calvary, they could have put a stop to that thing. I went through all this just to get you to a point where you have to put a stop to certain things. It can continue with you and can continue with your children. Because as the Bible makes clear, Christ paid the full price to set us free from the curse of the law. He absorbed it completely as he became a curse in our place. For what they were operating under, Adonijah, Solomon, What they were operating under, Amnon. I felt for Tama because she was a victim, exposed by her father. But they, they could have stopped it if they had the knowledge we have. And they certainly could have stopped it if they had the knowledge of what Christ had done for them. Jesus, our Messiah, the Bible says, was cursed in our place, and in so doing, dissolved the curse from our lives so that all the blessings of Abraham can be poured out upon even non-Jewish believers. And now God gives us the promise of the wonderful Holy Spirit who lives within us when we believe in Him. Will you rise to your feet? We want to pray for families. If you're in here with me, if you're at home, you can do so, you can sit, you can kneel. And really, when I say rise, it doesn't necessarily mean rise. It means find the position that you're comfortable with praying. And we want, to, we want to draw a line. We want to say no more. And no more, irrespective of what whoever has done. No more. That's what the Word of God makes clear. That we cannot pay the price for what somebody else has done. The Bible says in those days, Jeremiah 31, 29 to 30, and those days are now. 
They shall say no more, the fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. But everyone shall die for his own iniquity. Every man who eats the sour grapes, his teeth shall be set on edge. What is the Bible saying? If you did it and you haven't repented, then that's your problem. But it will not come on me and it will not come on my children. I will walk in freedom because my freedom has been bought by Christ. Can we begin to just declare that? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh God. Father, today, O oh God, I stand in the gap, O oh God, Father, for my family, O oh God, even as I pray for myself, Heavenly Father. And I declare, Father, that I understand fully, O oh God, that these curses have been dissolved, O oh God, by Christ, by Him dying on the cross. I understand fully, Heavenly Father, that I, I have been set free from the curse of the law, O oh God. And so, Father, I want to declare that in the name of Jesus, there's no action of anyone, no matter where the person is, that can hold me down, affect me, affect my destiny, affect my family, oh God. And so, Father, I speak, oh God, in this prayer language as I begin to talk to you, oh God, about the mystery of the cross that has guaranteed my freedom, the mystery of the cross, oh God, that has declared that the curse is broken, oh God. I declare it, oh God, by your Spirit, Heavenly Father, that none of what was done can hold us down, hold us back, shape our lives or affect our lives. Male brokula yeke keriete breze keli bojanda. Male brengele boson tariyanda. Mandele brokuru bojaka kariyanda. Dele brosi kandele brokula yeke keriete. Mando roboko robojokula yeke keriere basi kandele brosokula yeke ke. Oh God, brebosaka la brosete. Paribasanda brokoto bokujaka karaba. Baze gerebo sende leba sekiyando. Father, let this be the, the night that I establish that, that scripture, oh God that no longer can we have our teeth on edge because they eat sour grapes. No, it cannot happen, oh God. Because, Father, for that to happen, oh God, Father, would nullify the cross, oh God. And so, Father, I take, oh God, in the authority of a child of yours, oh God, the finished work of Calvary, and I declare it, O oh God. Mali, Stolo Brazaka. I declare the freedom, O oh God. Zebrebebe Kelimon Dalianda. Jebosh, Telebruza, Gadeleba, Zeki, Amon, Dolobo. Borogodos, Dolobro, Kula, Yeke, Keriende. Father, I break cycles, O oh God, that are not of you, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. I declare, Barabos, Telebron, Dukaye, Calabro, Sekilanda, Bese, Kelebroco, that those cycles are destroyed, those patterns are destroyed. Malis. Manco robos to la ye. Arima gadaseke lebro kulaye. Manto robos jokulaye ke kerie de brokosto. Baluba saka de lebro kulaye. Mandere boko robos jokulaye. Zebre bebe bebe rebezeki amanda la brasicando la baseke. Boruba jaka karianda brokosto lobo jokulaye. Mando robosto lobro kolobo jaka ka. Ereba shende lebrande kiando robo jaka ka. Mando roboko robojo kulaye ke keriende obrazaka delebro kulaye mando loboshuka ndalabaste para basikele mondo robojo kulaye ke ke maribaka ne mangesi kando robojaka bolobro kulaye ke keriende bro kulaye mando roboboko robojo kulaye mando roboboko robojo kulaye mando roboboko robojo kulaye mando roboboko robojo kulaye mando roboboko robojaka karianda 
Mando robo bobo korobo jokolo broko robo Mando robo jaka karianda brokoto Mando robo jokola yekeke Ariba janka karianda brokolo bojokola ye Mando robo bobo korobo jokola ye Isa mandele brokola yekeke Mando robo bobo korobo jokola ye Mando robo jaka karianda brokoto Jememe mendeli brazaki ando robo jaka Mandoro bobo boko robo jaka karianda borobo jokolo brokuraye mandoro bobo boko robo jokolo brokotorobo jekekeriende brazikadoste lebrokulaye brakalabaste maraka pasikando robo chokulaye oh god of mercy sabro sokulaye keke oh god of mercy i declare freedom freedom oh god maka i break those shackles i destroy that cycle oh god father i declare that pattern is broken oh god father tonight oh God, tonight, O oh God, by the blood of Jesus Christ, O oh God, I declare that pattern is destroyed, O oh God. I declare that this family is destined for what you have purposed, it will do and it will achieve it, O oh God. Baso Gale, Bragadoste, Lemende Brisata, Father Aleke Kiyamushagasto Brosukaye, Mando Robo Jokula Yekeke, Ali Mando Robo Joko Kokura Yekeke, Riende Brazika Leste Libro Dokuraye, Borobo Joko Robosto Lobrokulaye, Baribazokura Yekeke, Riende Brokotorobo, Ando Robo Jaka Karianda, Brokulaye, Buragade, Bregede Giamontalianda, Mando Robo Joko Robo Jaka. Mando robo juka karianda brokos torobo eriba jaka karianda brokos torobo bobo robo jokula yekeke urabusha ndakate kete kate kete keke yamuzanka koto korobo jaka karianda brokos torobo jabadeke yemente lima dorobo jaka O God of mercy sibrando kura yekeke andelebre singaliaste Father we thank you O God Lord we bless you O God Hallelujah. We're praying for families. You know, as I read the Bible from this perspective, I thought to myself, if the truth be told, David was a terrible failure as a father. And for me, that was a shock. Because the side of David I had always seen was David the psalmist, David the man after God's heart, David the soldier, the general, David the king. But then, as I prepared for tonight in prayer, I think God wanted me to see David the father who failed. And my prayer instantly was, God, don't let me fail. Don't let me look good outside. But when people look closer and see what my legacy should be, my legacy says, tells me, tells, says I failed and failed woefully. It was a dysfunctional family that David raised. Highly dysfunctional family. And the results are there for us to see. Son kills son. Son sleeps with his wife. Son sleeps with his sister. Son plans a rebellion against the father. Ready to kill the father. Not just one son, Absalom. But Adonijah did the same thing. 
And it's interesting that as I was reading the Bible, Mark, it's interesting that I found a verse there that said, and David, David knew that what Adonijah was doing was wrong and David didn't say anything to him. So here was a father who couldn't control, who, who, who couldn't even exercise any authority in his home. And yet outside, he was king, he was general, he was psalmist. And we're grateful for all those things. But inside his home, he was breeding dysfunction, schemings and deceit. Even for Solomon to become king, Bathsheba had to enter the kind of Jacob kind of deceit to get Solomon to become king. And so I realized that a lot of these children, what they had were daddy and mommy issues. That's what we would call it today. That's what they had. So I want you to pray for yourself. We, all, we, we, know, we know what the issues are. And what I want you to do is ask God for grace that the dysfunctions that you have found yourself in or that you have grown out of will not be used by the enemy to stop you from getting to your destination. If you're in here with me, can you say amen? That those are the actions of other people. Adonijah didn't know Christ, you know Christ. Amnon didn't know Christ, you know Christ. So you want to cry out and say, God, I was born into some of these dysfunctions. I had no, no hand in it. May it not stop me from becoming everything that you have destined I should become. Let's pray. Maleste. Look, pray like your life depends on it because your life does depend on it. That those dysfunctions will not stop you. They will not stop you. And that even the wounds that have been caused by those dysfunctions, that the Lord can heal them. The Lord can heal them. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's very specific to you. You know. You know where there has been a lack. Where you know where there has been, where, there, where as a result of someone's actions, you have experienced something. You know what has shaped you or molded you. You just know. And you just want to say, Lord, the beauty of grace is that those things won't stop me from fulfilling your plans and purposes. Go on, just pray to God. Pray to God. <coughs> Cry out to Him. Cry out to Him. Cry out to Him. Oh God of mercy. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Masangale, la bruza gade de bozeki ando robo jokulaye, mandele brokotos, kolo brokulaye ke keriende, 
Oh God, Mandara Boste, Le Mandarianda. Father, I want to lay down this prayer tonight, oh God. Father, that 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 that, that dysfunctional environment, those dysfunctions, oh God. Father, will not stop me, O God, from becoming who you have destined I should be. I am redeemed, O God, bought back, ransomed, O God, Father. I am ransomed and restored, O God, Heavenly Father. Almighty and everlasting God, by your grace and your mercy, O God, I will become who you have destined. I will reach where you have destined, O God. Father, the shackles and the weight, the encumbrances, O God, of that, of that dysfunctional situation, O God, will not stop me or slow me down, O God. Father, your word says I should lay aside the weight, O God, that I might run the, weight, the race that is, that is laid out before me. Father, tonight, O God, I lay aside that weight, O God. Father, I intentionally lay it aside, O God. I lay it aside, O God. Rimandele bosundarianda bokujete. Mando lobroko robojaka ka. Mando robokura yeke keriende. Jane mondo robojoko la ye. Mando roboko robojaka karianda. Robojoko la yeke keriende broko stolobojoko la ye. Mando roboko robojaka karianda breke keriende. Jane mondo robojoko la ye. Bazoko rabase kelianda. Boroboko robojoko la yeke ke. Go on, go on, speak to God. Father, deliver me completely, O God. Ah, Lord, Lord, it, 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 it is just not right, O God, Father, that my teeth will be on edge just because of what they did. No, Heavenly Father. Father, I had no choice in the matter. I was born into that place. I was placed in that family, O God. And so, Father, their dysfunctions can't hold me back. I declare that by your grace and your mercy, I will reach the destination. I will fulfill the plan. I will become who you have destined me to become. Erimando robojokula nerebasikanda la brazeke rimanda borobojokura yekeke jibandeli boko robojakaka mando robojokula yekeke riende zibranda karabojokula yikaka borobojokula boko robojakaka rianda brokostolobo borobojakaka rianda brokostolobo mando roboko robojokura ye mando robojakaka rianda brokostolobo mando robojokula yekeke Mando robojaka karianda brokosto borubajaka kariere bajaka kariara bajeke keriara bajeke keriara ba mando robojokura yekeke mando robojokula yika karianda bozokoko robojokoro bozokoko robojaka kariara bajeke keriere bo mando robojokuro bozokula yeke keriara ba mando robojokulo bozokaka mando robojokoro bozokula yeke. Father, we thank you, O God. Lord, we bless you, O God. We bless you, O God. It is when someone arises out of where they are that they can make progress. And sometimes it's not just praying as we are. Oftentimes some counseling, some therapy, all those things work together, especially if it's Christian counseling and Christian therapy. I, I recommend it. 
But the first thing is that the spiritual must be sorted out. And so you want to pray now. And if, you, if you're not in that position, pray generally for those of us who might be. Because if you asked any of David's children, they were so blinded by what they wanted to achieve, they didn't realize the enormity of what they were doing. Why did Absalom sleep with his wife? Because Absalom thought that by doing that and David's reaction, he would get the support of Israel to become king. Why did Amnon sleep with Tamar, his half-sister? Because he thought he was in love. He thought he was in love. It's instructive that as Satan is just a useless character. As soon as he finished raping her, he looked at her and the Bible says he hated her. So you loved her just before you raped her. Right after raping her, you hated her. Of course it was Satan. So you just want to pray that Lord, by your spirit, shine a light into my heart. It's one on one. Don't need anybody. At this point, I don't need any counselor or therapist. By your spirit, shine a light into my heart. Let me see the darkest parts, the deepest parts, the parts that I am afraid to confront. Let me see them so that I can know where I'm culpable and what I should do so that I am not inadvertently cooperating. Go on, will you pray that? Maliste brokuna nikandorobo. It's a work of the spirit. So I'm not inadvertently covering up. It's always a cover-up that causes... The enemy works in cover-ups. The enemy works in dark places. He's like a rat that loves the sewers. And so we want to say, Lord, shine the, shine the light of your spirit. Shine the light of your spirit. Please pray this prayer. Sweet Spirit of the Living God, I might not be able to be naked before anyone, I might not be able to be vulnerable at this point before anyone, but Holy Spirit, I stand naked before you, my heart exposed to you. Shine your light, Holy Spirit. Show me my heart. Help me to see, oh God, even the things that are embarrassing that I cannot admit to any other person. Help me because I need to cooperate with you so that you can do what you have purposed to do in my life. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me. Makiando robo joko la yeke ke mando robo jaka karianda brokostolobo mando robo jaka karianda mando robo joko la yeke ke mando robo jaka karianda brokostolobo 
Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Ah, Jehovah. Oh, God. You know, as I read this, these stories, what, one of the things that struck me was how Satan employs people in the natural to get us to fall into the ditches. May the Lord protect your ears so that you never hear the wrong advice. And even if you hear it, you don't follow the wrong advice. How did Amnon hatch this plot to, to rape his sister? It was a man called Jonadab. And the Bible says about this character, Jonadab, that he was a very crafty man. An agent of Satan. And Jonadab said to Amnon, Why are you, the king's son, becoming thinner day after day? Will you not tell me? And Amnon said to him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. So Jonadab said to him, Lie down on your bed and pretend to be ill. And when your father comes to see you, say to him, Please let my sister Tamar come and give me food and prepare the food in my sight that I may see it and eat it from her hand. And then Amnon did that. He lay down, pretended to be ill. When the king came, he said to the king exactly what the man had said. And the king, thinking he was innocent, went back and told Tamar, take food to your brother. He's not feeling well. And it actually breaks your heart when you read the account of what happened. Now when she had brought the food to him to eat, he took hold of her and said to her, Come lie with me, my sister. But she answered him, No, my brother, do not force me, for no such thing should be done in Israel. Do not do this disgraceful thing. And I, where could I take my shame? And as for you, you would be like one of the fools in Israel. And you know the irony? This is how you know this was Satan. If he asked the father, he could have married his sister. It was allowed then. So what she was saying was, do it the proper way. Go and ask her father that you want to marry me. However, the Bible says he would not heed her voice. And being stronger than she, he forced her and lay with her. The Lord says I should pray for anyone on this platform who has been raped. And it just, it just lingers. The memories linger. The pain lingers. It's kind of a blot you feel on your life. I want to pray that the Spirit of God will come upon you now. Once and for all. It's already been done by the blood. But this is an establishment of what has been done. So Holy Spirit, we present these daughters and sons who have been violated in the same way Tamar was. We ask Holy Spirit that you will come mightily upon them now. That you will heal the wounds. Set them free from where the enemy has trapped them. Not because of anything they have done, but because like Tama, they were taken advantage of. 
Spirit of the living God, please come now and rest mightily upon them. Rest upon my sisters, my brothers, my spiritual children, those who are almighty and everlasting God. Wipe away the memory in the way that only the blood of Jesus can. Father, we just thank you. Lord, we bless you for the start of a new day of destiny in their lives. I declare it, O oh God. No longer shall that memory cast a shadow over your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. May the wounds be healed by the, the, the wounded healer, the balm in Gilead. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Amen. And, and um, I, I, if, if you would like um, counseling, and I always recommend it, therapy, um, good Christian counseling, uh, we would like to offer that to you. I just feel led to say that. So if you can get in touch with us, it will be purely confidential. We have what I feel are some of the best counselors in Christendom that are sitting, that are resident in this church. Um, at least two of our pastors are professionals and are qualified counselors. Uh, whatever, hap whatever happens with them, it doesn't come into the church in, in any way. They don't even bring it back to me, except you ask them to. Um, so please reach out if you have. Says then he forced her and lay with her. Then, Tam, then Amnon hated her exceedingly, so that the hatred which he hated her was greater than the love which he had loved her. And Amnon said to her, Arise, be gone. Can you be that? And if you look through, it's the same thing. People the enemy has put in place. How did Absalom decide to go and sleep with his father's wife? It was Ahitophel. It wasn't his idea. The young man hadn't thought about it. But the young man looked up to Ahitophel. In fact, the Bible says that in those days, Ahitophel's counsel was like the oracle of God. May God protect you from false prophets. False prophets. False pastors. Too many. The counsel of Ahitophel, unfortunately from some pulpits. They advise you not to do things, but they go behind and do the thing. The Bible says, And Ahitophel said to Absalom, Go into your father's concubines, whom he has left to keep the house, and all Israel will hear that you are abhorred by your father. He knew that that's what will happen. Then the hands of all who are with you will be strong. The Bible says, so they pitched a tent for Absalom on the top of the house. And Absalom went in to his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. Because of Ahitophel's cancer. And the list goes on and on. What, who turned Solomon? There's no time. Solomon. Solomon wrote Proverbs, you know. All that wise advice was from Solomon. Avoid the adulteress. Her mouth is sweet like honey. She lays her bed with linen. Don't go there. It's like going near death. The same Solomon. The weight of 700 women who worship other gods. 
The Bible says by the time they finished with him, Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians. After Malcolm, the abomination of the Ammonites. Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord and did not fully follow the Lord as his father David. Then Solomon built a high place, a temple for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, on the hill that is east of Jerusalem. And for Molech, Molech is the god that you, you worship by sacrificing your first son in fire. And for Molech, the abomination of the people of Ammon, he built another house. And he did likewise for all his foreign wives. All. And they burnt incense and sacrificed to their gods. And they turned his heart away from his God. And the list goes on and on. Poor Rehoboam. Young boy is born and becomes king. The elders go to him and they say to him, this is advice as to how to run the country. Jeroboam, who he knew as his father's servant, goes to him and says, this is how we think you should run the country. Don't, be, don't, don't think you have your father's authority yet. Don't tax them so heavily. Show them some love and some compassion. When they leave, his, his, his gang arrives. Young boys who are thinking their time has come. <laughs> Our time has come. And they say to him, don't mind those people. They don't know your king. Be harder on them. He listens to them. He sparks a civil war. He ends up with just his house and the tribe of Judah. Pray for yourself that you, 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 will, you will not hear wrong counsel. And that even if you hear it, you will discern that this is from the pits of hell. You will not hear it from human beings and you will certainly not hear it from Satan as he whispers nonsense into our ears. Pray for yourself that, Lord, that will never be my portion. I will never end up like any of these children of David. Never end up like them. That will not be my portion. I will not run the race and at the end fall flat because I listen to things I shouldn't listen to. Go on, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Ask for a spirit of discernment so that you will know this is not of the Lord. This is not of the Lord. Go on, lift your voice, lift your voice. Never, 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 never. Father, Father, let me be led by your spirit, O God. Holy Spirit, show me, expose, O God. Expose those who are there, but they are there to harm me. Expose those who are there as agents of Satan to lead me astray. Expose those who want to lead me into a pit. And help me, Heavenly Father, to discern that this voice that's bringing this advice is not the voice of God, it's not the voice of your spirit. Shabrosi, Lamunde Kian Toroboje Keke, Barabazokura Yekeke, Remanda Brokulobojakaka, Elimando Robos Tula Yekeke Riereba. Father, we thank you, O God. Lord, we bless you, O God. We give you praise. And, and as we end, give me a few minutes as we end. I, I want us to collectively pray for children 
children that are in any way related to anyone on this platform. So they might be your children, they might be nieces and nephews, or children that you know you have a close relationship with. Please, will you just spend three minutes with me and just, just, just put some markers spiritually that none of those children will be lost. That even those that might have gone astray will come back home. Can you pray that with me? And those who are at home will be established and rooted. And every one of those children will fulfill God's plans and purposes for their lives. Can you pray that with me? Will you just pray that with me for children? And some of you, you're not married yet. You can even pray into the future for your own children. This will not be your portion. We won't be celebrating you outside and your home is totally in disarray. Your children have gone in every way. They are not following the Lord. No, that's not your portion. And so we declare it is not your portion. Father, we don't know what you will do to bring them back, but you, we know you will bring them back. These prodigals who have gone, we know you will bring them back. The children who are still under the roofs, but are becoming rebellious. Lord, that's not of you. We ask, oh God, that you will intervene. The children who don't know the Lord, how can the parents know the Lord, the mother and the father, or either one of them, and the children don't know the Lord? Father, we say no. The covenant is that we will be saved and our families, and we activate that covenant in the name of Jesus. Father, we come against every plot of Satan against these children. I stand in the gap for every child that is represented on this platform by a, a, a relation. And I stand in the gap and declare that that child shall be saved. That child shall serve the Lord. That is the revival we're asking for. Not that it starts outside. It must start inside. And so we call those children back. Those that have wandered astray. We declare that the time of strain is over. We call you back in the name of Jesus. Go on. And if you can pronounce their names, call them back. It's amazing how prayer works. The, the, the prayer you pray is going to go and look for them by the Spirit of God. Arrest them and bring them back. We declare that those who are sitting on the fence, that they become rooted, 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 rooted in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare that they shall all achieve what God has destined them to achieve. Fulfill purpose, be used by God, be battle axes in His hands. Father, we declare that we mark every one of them with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, O God. Father, because they are marked by the blood, the destroyer must pass over, can't destroy their lives, O God. Father, we, we declare that these children are not just going to be signs and wonder for signs and wonders. They will be signs and wonders in themselves in the name of Jesus. Lord Almighty, tonight, O God, covenant-keeping God, we make a covenant with you, O God, over the lives of these children, Heavenly Father. Father, covenant-keeping God, we know you will keep your part of this covenant. And Father, in this covenant, O God, we declare that not one of them, Father, will be lost, Father. Not one of them will be lost, Father. Not one of them, Father, will be lost, O God. Every one of them will serve you, O God. Even the one with the hardest heart, we declare that the Spirit of God that broke Saul's heart can break his or her heart. Father, we thank you, O God. Father, we frustrate every plan the enemy has to lead them astray. Every plan the enemy has to distract them. We frustrate it, O God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you, O God. We declare that they come back home, Heavenly Father. Not just home to their houses, but home to your house, O God. Father, we bless you. Lord, may this prayer... May, 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 may this prayer be a remembrance in heaven. May it, may it be continually before you, O God, that we have cried out, O God. We have made a covenant with you, O God.
that we know you're a covenant-keeping God, that none of these children will be lost, Father. None of them, none of them, none of them, none of them, Heavenly Father. None of them, O oh God. Father, we bless you. We give you all the praise and glory. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Maybe somebody needs to say thank you because they know God has done something amazing in their lives, in, in your family. Go on, wherever you are. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, Father, we, we pronounce, oh God, a blessing over everyone on this platform. We're so grateful that when your spirit leads us to pray, and we pray your word especially, that no word falls to the ground without achieving the purpose for which it was spoken. What, what a privilege that you tell us that you watch over your word and hasten for its performance. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We bless you, O God. And Lord, I pronounce a blessing over every offering, every seed that will be given, Heavenly Father. Bless, O God, the givers. Bless, O God, the use of the seed. Bless, O God, even those who don't have to give but desire to. May the blessing cause them to find themselves in a place where they can do as they are led by the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name, amen.